Welcome to our campaign, set in the galvanizing world of Electroval. Join us for an adventure full of noir intrigue and electrifying spectacle. See the description below for ways that you can stay informed on the latest episode of the series, as well as any other content featured on Dice Carnival. This episode is sponsored by C4 Labs makers of amazing tabletop gaming accessories. For a limited time, you can use the code DICECARNIVAL during checkout and receive 10% off. That is DICECARNIVAL with no spaces or caps. C4 Labs offers free shipping in the US, so it's a great way to treat yourself and directly benefit our show. Check out their new walnut display dice tray with special pockets for each die in your set. You can find it and other products at c4labs.com. The link is in the description. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a good rating if you enjoy the episode. Without further ado, let's begin. We return to Electroval as a group of adventurers are wandering around playtime carnival, abandoned misuse. They found a few mementos of the past, yet they still seek answers. And I hand it back to you. What would you like to do? As all of you are here, having picked up a couple of memorabilia. Henry the Hug Bear. Womp Man Phil. Auto Ball. <laughs> and a Seeker Start. And a Seeker Start. Yes. Still don't know and what the Auto Ball does. Yeah. One day, Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have a dart? No! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well... Should we check out the other spots on this lot? Yeah. Fun house or regular house? <clears throat> so there's the fun house that you saw the Zorp fly into, but there was also that very nice, rustic-looking house. The Zorp made the fun house less, less fun. Let's go to the regular house. Yeah. But sure you don't want to go in the Zorp nest? If, no! If, I, <laughs> if, if anything I know about ghosts from like the spirit ward, I feel like the fun house would be more likely to house one. And clowns. Wait, Warso, do you think there would be more ghosts in the regular house or the unfun house? Adrian, that look on your face scares me. <laughs> <laughs> the question, the, yeah, I mean, do do clowns count for Hunter's Bane? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. I'm going to say yeah. Okay. Oh. He's a ranger and preferred enemy is clown. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh shit, I'm being targeted. Where do you want to go? <laughs> should, should we take this to a vote? I say the regular house. Regular house. Regular house. Alright. I I would say fun house, but I've been outvoted, so. <laughs> okay. So the regular house I, I, it is. Fun house? More like unhouse. <laughs> not 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 to criticize your democracy, but I would have just loved if Ian went up like Zorpness. No? Okay. <laughs> 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 as you make your way towards this old house and the few things you make of note for it for one thing is kept in decently well conditioned it seems to have been built much longer before the rest of here has been all the windows seem to be intact and there is a door which is closed but not locked and built into the store is a lower door where you imagine a shorter individual like Hugo like me would pass through and as you go to turn the door, there's like a click, 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 click as the door opens itself. 
Like all you had to do was touch the doorknob. Signs of gnomish tinkering. <clears throat> As you make your way inside, you see that, well, in here is almost like a waiting area. There seems to be a steps that lead upwards. There seems to be a sign that says workshop, though the door is only about three feet tall below it. There's also a door to the right where it looks like maybe a a drawing room would be. But you see standing in there are about five figures spread around with cloaks draped over their body. That's what we see now? Yep. Wait, are they double glass figures doors open? On someone? And you just see like silk sheets just drifting in five humanoid shapes scattered around this parlor. Are they all going <laughs> Wait, are they are Are they chanting? Just, are they alive? They're just standing there menacingly. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Throw your dart, man. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna the, the, uh, symbiotic entity cuz like what the heck? I'm just gonna yeah. I'm just gonna like slowly grow up. creep up to one and just I'm pull the sheet off. Up. I'm like, I'm As you pull that sheet up, you see standing looking at you with a tilted head is a porcelain faced woman, a human sized doll dressed in kind of like a cocktail dress, standing there with sort of clockwork joints built around the angles and a sort of chest panel that has just kind of dropped open. Great dolls. And she, But looking at you with eerily lifelike eyes. Mm. Uh, how movable are they? You pick her up. I'm just gonna like turn her away from my turn her gaze away from me. Kind of like rocket a little bit, and are now pointing her away. So they're all. She's, she's heavy, but you could carry her. Weighs probably more than about as much as Hugo would. Good measure. All right. Who thinks these are gonna come to life? I do. I will part say me, in the chest cavity. The chest cavity. There is no power source inside. Hasn't stuck. Like similar to the automatons that Hugo fixed, they had a sort of electric canister inside of there. This one seems to have the same sort of space, but nothing there. <clears throat> and considering, like, if this stuff is, like, 15 years old, this is, like, advanced. Like, you know, even... This looks more advanced than most automatons that you see. And incredibly lifelike. Hmm. I'm going to take the other three sheets off. Maybe I need to hire yeah. these as my bodyguard. Four more sheets, and as you kind of... Sp- Pull them off. You see that there are more figures. Just some of them smiling. You see like a man with a bit of a quaff, like holding what looks like a cup of coffee. Um, yeah. You see that there are uh, maybe two of them are actually child-sized, and as you pull them off, it looks like the two of them are playing like a patty cake thing, but are like frozen in the middle of it. Both of them are kind of stuck in a seated-down position. The only one that looks like it can move is this woman, though, dressed in the cocktail dress. Hmm. Don't suppose that you have... Yinden slowly turns around. And you have to like reposition it a little bit because the legs are stiff. There's no base or anything. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Weird. Huh. Alright, let's check out the other stuff in this house. Everyone's in one. I'm gonna look behind me. Just to make sure she's not following me. <laughs> <laughs> so as you begin making your way out, Hugo, and you look over your shoulder, behind you, the same figure looking away unmoved. I'm watching you. I've had nightmares about this scenario. Alright. Well, that was a waste of spores. Ah, don't worry. In a place like this, you may need them soon. Something gives me the creeps. I need them for that Zorp nest. 
<laughs> uh, you said there's a, a waiting room and the door, a small size door. So there's a what door leading up and the door leading down? Yep. Well, there's a gnome size door and a big and a normal size door. So it seems like a gnome house, considering all the gadgetry. As you make your way up this lift, and as uh, whoever's the first one to step on like the, the floor mat at the bottom of the stairs, finds as it clicks upwards and begins riding, carrying them up the stairs like a platform. Yes. The rest of you having to walk behind. Hugo oh. rides up the escalator, and you have to like position yourself a little bit as like you regain your balance. <sighs> as you are being whirred up to the top of the steps faster than the rest of you were walking. Hugo's going on a magic carpet ride. It's a whole new world. <laughs> it's freaky. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Um, oh, that's, that's the wrong movie. Powers that, the powers that be are talking about a different film, but it's Just, just wait creepy. till we get to the Oompa Loompas. Um, <laughs> as you make your way up, hurrying after Hugo, who comes to the top of the steps, you stumble for a second, and you see lying in the middle of the floor... It's a doll. Like a one of the automaton dolls or like a doll doll? One of the dolls that you would have seen in the gift shop, though you don't recognize it. Can I take a, an inanimate object like a stick and roll it over to see what it is? Yeah, you flop it over, it's a doll. And you just hear a little bit of a... Oh, hello there. No. From the doll or a person? Yeah. Like a staticky like voice box noise. Okay. <sighs> My name is Annabelle, and I'm your tour guide assistant. Sorry, did you say Annabelle? That reminds me of a story I once heard. I heard my name. Hi there. Are you my friend? We don't have to be yet, but I think that we could make good friends if we tried. I have no idea. Uh, no. What, uh, what is this place? Who, who are you? This, this is the residence and workshop of Mr. Tenvender, a genius inventor. Mr. What? Could you repeat that? Mr. Tenbender. He is a genius inventor. Mm. He made everything here. He even made me. You know, back at home, what they gave as us all of, what they gave As us all of you have cowed up at this point. Was they take a big rock and they attach a stick to it with like this really sticky mud. And then you went around and hit other children with it. I much prefer that to this. I do love playing with children. <laughs> Are you a child? <laughs> it seems to be responding to certain words. Uh, so who are you? Hi, I'm Annabelle. I'm your tour guide assistant. Hmm. Soup, soup, soup now is kind of staring at the floor like, oh shit, oh shit, the, the, the guy did call me a youngin earlier. Am Where I not Am I not a true adult? What's you happening? Hear say, you hear the doll say, Wherever you want to go, I could take you to downstairs to the most advanced and newest parlor, the greatest automatons that Mr. Tenbender was able to make. Or you could even go visit his office if he's accepting visitors. Is he currently accepting visitors? Well, I'd have to check with him, but it's always polite to knock, and I know that he would never be rude to anyone who is genuinely curious about the inventions he makes. Well, there's certainly something. Uh, are we supposed to knock, or do you do that uh, uh, virtually? If you travel down the hall, you can knock. Mind if I show you the way? That shouldn't be too much of a problem. 
pick me up. Oh boy. And I will show you the way. Oh God. Does anyone uh, else want to pick her up? I don't want to get cursed. I, I take I take Henry the hug bear and like use it as almost like you know the way you would use to like open doors yeah. in a bathroom. You use like the Velcro. You use like the yeah. Velcro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know. I, vel- I Velcro to the, the doll. End. Let me. And she's just dangling there, and she says that way, that way, that way, as she dangles a particular direction. Here, let let me hold her. I'm cursed enough as it is. <laughs> you rip it off. You still are holding Henry the hug bear. Wait, it's I okay. am. Yeah, Henry's... you've got an indication at the end of the hallway. It's just this door. About Henry's there gnome for size. Your protection. About gnome size. All right, let's go. Let's go knock on that door. As you make your way inside, uh, the door is unlocked. In fact, it swings open invitingly. Well, I'm gonna knock on it anyway. It seems like he's taking visitors. <laughs> Now, all of you are a bit too tall to see this, but Hugo. But Hugo, you see that there is one figure sitting in front of a lamp. Set upright in a chair. And surrounding them are all sorts of toys just kind of rested on half-made inventions. Scattered throughout the small this office space. But as you step within, you see that it is tall enough. Maybe about 15 feet across at longest. Where if everyone stooped through, they could easily stand up. There's just a figure sitting in a chair at the far end of the hall in front of a writing desk and a light kind of shining and silhouetting over them. Then, okay, uh, but is this figure alive or is it a robot? I'll call out. Well, Hugo say. sees that. Excuse me, uh, sir, or uh, madam, sir? <laughs> Any response? You hear... You don't get an immediate response, but you hear a voice say, Well, guests... I suppose it's a, been a while since I had any. Come inside. I don't know if I can. <laughs> you, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it's wider than this thing you squeezed through before. Okay, cool. I'll motion to them to come along inside. All right, I'm going to come in. I promise I won't bite. I only care about making people happy. Okay, this sounds suspicious. Let me roll insight on that. I feel like this guy might have ulterior motives that might be well, damaging to us or others. You can't see this person because people are making their way through. Ah, uh, oh, I thought he was saying this to us after we said after he came in. Oh, if you, if you all step with in, yeah, certainly. I'm stepping in. Roll. Twenty-two. Oh dang! You realize that the voice isn't coming from the figure, but somewhere in their lap. All right. <laughs> and with that insight. You can absolutely tell that that body, as Hugo, do you get a little bit closer to see the figure? Yeah. You see that the figure is a withered, skeletal husk of a gnome. Ooh. Oh. Sitting in their lap is a tiny little toy radio talking. Oh, sorry about this mess. Um, previous occupant has, uh, well, he's been a little bit quiet lately. But we're glad to get some new visitors. Uh... You might not, you're not by any chance his consciousness, are you? Oh, no. I'm his child. He made me, just like he made Annabelle. Hi, Annabelle. Hello, radio. Wow, this is... And is that Syl, I hear? Syl? No, it is. As you hear a voice, Warso, from your bag. No. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Seems oh. like you wandered into a precarious situation as you see the radio kind of spark with this purple le- electricity on it. Oh. Why? But maybe if we talk it out, I think we can convince you to see things our way. Uh, and yeah. that way is... Soup. I imagine a 21 hit. What? Uh, yeah, thankfully I had my shrooms up. You take Because that one was definitely of, less than 10 minutes. You take one point of piercing damage and two necrotic damage. Of piercing damage. And I forgot, the symbiotic NC affects anything with necrotic damage, or am I just mixed, mixed up? Nope. Okay. You just, it's just three damage. Cool. Two necrotic damage. <clears throat> and just go ahead and roll me a charisma check. A charisma uh, saving throw. Uh, oh. <laughs> you want my necklace? Okay. It's a 13. This guy. You feel a needle prick into your neck and recoil almost instantly as you see a smiling hug bear looking back at you. Oh. <laughs> no, not Sorry. Henry. I'm dropping oh, dang the it, we should, have, quickly. we should have gotten any toys. Throw no. the auto ball. And I need I'm throwing everyone the auto ball to roll initiative. Everyone to roll initiative. Yeah. Right. See, I, I felt something suspicious. That's why I didn't take the as you, the first time. As I said, this happens, and Soup like lets out a, a jump of pain. Keep in mind, Soup, you are cursed right now. Uh, what? Um, and uh, whenever you roll an attack roll or ability check, I need you to subtract 1d4 from it. Ah, crud. Okay, it's not bad. Um, but as this all kind of kicks off, you see that there are a few other toys that suddenly lurch out of their boxes. You see like a grung in the box. You see um, those sort of male porcelain ballerinas kind of like shut the door behind you and hear like a clicking outside. And the toys that some of you are carrying on you um, begin to move. Not the auto ball at the moment. <laughs> okay. At the moment. That's the just moment. an at auto ball. Moment. <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Initiative, don't right? like this. I rolled a 20 total. Rolled a 14. 20, 20, 14. I rolled a 13. 13 15. for Gandon. Nice. Yeah. You get advantage on this. 13 from you. Hey, y'all. I I have a concept. Yes. So, Warso. Instead of fighting, you... let's run the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, Warso, it is your go as the door slams shut behind you. Oof. And uh, you see kind of doing a little bit of a backflip and landing on his feet, standing upright, because this is a more rigid toy. Say, well, howdy, partner. I figured that I should do some of the monologuing myself. Uh, pleasure I could have you here, but unfortunately, this is nothing personal. How far away is Swamp Man still from? Two feet, and he's going to stab you in one of them. I am going to take my axe and just smash down on him. All right, go ahead, roll to hit. A 15. Uh, 15 will hit this guy. So it does seem like he kind of dodges and, uh, you know, you narrowly hit him. Roll your damage. 10. All right. As you go ahead and strike down on him, you see like a big tear kind of like rips off in his back. And he says, well, partner, that wasn't very nice. I was just trying to make warmer introductions. Soup. All right. As all the toys in this space begin to come to life. Including Annabelle? Including Annabelle. Okay. Of course it had to be named. 
So is it like all around us or is it mostly like in front of us? So you see that there are a number of toys that seem to be pulling themselves out. All of them kind of brandishing these sort of silver needles in their hand. Um, but you see that there is a radio too that is kind of hobbled up a little bit. Um, and yeah, you see that one of them just seemed to be talking a little bit. It looks like it was about to strike and then gets uh, cut in the back. Swamp Man Phil. I'm going to Shalala and slam the radio. All right, so you ran up and you go ahead and strike out at the radio. Go ahead and roll to hit. All right. This is one of the tiny ones. Um, tiny what? That's my... So everyone have their turn planned out. Let's, let's I'm move working quickly. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just... I For yep. a second I saw I had two spell slots yep. used, and I wasn't sure if it's just as long rest I forgot to take yep. or if I used them previously. So that's a 19 on the die, plus six. That will hit. Roll damage. And do I need to subtract the d4? Uh, you will, but you're gonna hit anyway. Oh. Alright. So, that's gonna be a d8 and a d6, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Alright, a 4, a 4, and a 4. So that's 12. Right. 12 points of damage. Um, as you slam against this thing, you hear, like, a staticky voice come out. Well, that wasn't very nice. I, 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 just, I just wanted to get to know you a little bit better. I guess we're going to have to be a bit more aggressive than that. Get them, boys. And girls. <laughs> and toys that don't identify. Uh, okay. Anything else? Or like Hugo's? the ball. The auto ball. Nope, that was, my whole, that was my whole turn. Auto ball identifies as auto ball. Hugo, what do you do? <laughs> You're holding auto ball in your hands. Um, I'll give it a, a light pat on the head and put it... Put it in my bag and then cast Eldritch Blast on that goddamn sure. radio. <laughs> Alright, so you go ahead and blast the radio. Yes, sir. Hugo blasted the radio star. I got a That is more than enough to hit it. Nice. Uh, as you just blast out this streak thing, you hear it say, I was just reading what I was told. <laughs> and it gets set up in flames. Okay. Eight. Fire damage alone was enough to destroy this smaller one. It is oh. dead. Oh, so it's not the ringleader. I don't think there is a <laughs> ringleader at this point. It's Annabelle. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to move away from Annabelle and any other toys that I can. All right. As uh, you're stepping away from her? Yeah. All right. Attack of opportunity. Oh, Annabelle wasn't done. Oh, Annabelle's not in my hands anymore. Uh, were you were you gonna hold her? I were was. Her? I mean, I was still holding her for most of this right. time. Sure. So you can just step back. I'll say so. Oh no, hold yeah, on. They only I, got I, a foot of reach. I had a different plan. <laughs> All right. Um, in this case, now it is the toys' turn. These guys technically get to act first. They have higher dexterity than Gendon. Swamp Man Sil is going to make an attack against Warsaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nineteen to hit. Yeah. I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw. You take one point of piercing. And three points in necrotic, but that gets halved to one, so two damage total. Because of ASMR. I wrote a 12. For this guy, you are cursed. Negative D4, well, you are cursed. This one, however, that is cursed at the moment. <clears throat> I need Soup to go ahead and roll me a charisma saving throw. Another one. And you're first, first of all, at the start of that one's turn, it needs to roll a constitution saving throw. Sure. Get Uno reversed. <laughs> um... <laughs> 16. Does that save? It probably saves. Sorry, scratch that. 17. Oh, 17. wow. Jeez Louise. Yeah, my, my save is 13. All right. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. And you just kind of lash out, but you begin to feel this pressing presence on you. All right. Now I got to do the Christmas saving throw. 
we're safe for now, I hope, because that was not my Fifteen total? Uh, yeah, you, you, that's that turn. You feel nothing. Uh, Gienden. I feel love. All right, you I now st- get a chance to react. <clears throat> am I still holding Annabelle? You are. Can I enter a rage and attempt to rip Annabelle in half? Oh my uh, god. I'll consider that an unarmed strike. Oh, dang. Okay. She might squeeze out of your grip. Sure. Uh, let me just mark off my rage. Last one of the day. 16. 16, that will hit. Go ahead. And what's your normal damage? Uh, Three. Adding. So go ahead and just roll a d4. Okay. And add that to your damage. I also have to add rage damage, don't I? Yep. So I'll just say because oh. for flavor, because this is cool, um, I'll give you a d4 damage die for this. Uh, that's one on the damage plus two. So that gets me to six damage. <laughs> so you, you go to rip her head and a few seams do pop. Um, but she does eventually fling herself up and then t- definitely land on her feet. All right. Oh, I thought we could be good friends. I wasn't lying to you about that. No. <laughs> All right. Now it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven of these smaller ones left. Is Gyndon going to collect their ears when we're done? <laughs> so, Gyndon, <clears throat> four of them, including Annabelle, are going to make attacks against you. What? These are the smaller ones. Natural 20, though. Oh, my God. So I guess I'm going to double the necrotic damage. So you take one point of piercing damage, which reduces to zero. Uh-huh. However, you feel this sort of uh, dark energy seep from the needle, this sort of purple lightning that feels somewhat familiar to you. Oh, come um, on. As you take six points of necrotic damage. Okay. Um, next attack. Uh, not a natural 20, but a uh, 19. That hits. One point of damage. Reduced to zero. Reduced to zero, and you take six necrotic damage. Ow. <clears throat> uh, miss from that one with a natural two, and another miss with a natural three. Okay. So as these things just start laying into you, you start seeing this purple lightning flashing through it, and all of you see this. Uh, there are, however, another three of them. One of them is going to go towards Soup. Oh, boy. Oop, that is going to be a 10 to hit. That's that not does hit. not hit. Hugo, after seeing that Eldritch Blast go off, two of them are going to make attacks against you. 19? Uh, yep, that'll do it. And 12. That does not. Woohoo. You take one Oof. point of piercing damage as you start dodging these things, and all of them are armed with these silvery needles. You take two points of necrotic damage. <clears throat> oh, no. That's by a million cuts. All right, what a way to go. I'm only or dying some. by necrotic damage. <laughs> mm, yes, decomposition. You see that uh, Swamp Man oh, still is standing, leashed you, and says, Listen, you can take care of the ones of us in this room, but you won't be able to take care of all of us. It's only a matter of time before uh, we build up a big enough army. We'll take care of all the adults in Electrovol, and we'll let playtime rule. Oh. Just oh. the way you should have had it. Oh my god. I knew just, it. Should we just burn this place down? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> We deal with everything in this room, and we just start a fire. So what would you like to do with it? What would you like to do with off-brand Woody? <laughs> I'm just going to try to smash on my axe again. All right, so you just go ahead and just swipe out at it, and you just kind of feel a bolstering resolve. Do you do anything else with the axe? Um, do I feel anything coming from the axe? You feel a sense of purpose coming from it. Uh, not its purpose, but a purpose for you. I was asking if you wanted to, to use that ability or if you're trying to save it. Uh, if not, you can just make an attack. It's just advantage is what it is. Yeah, I'll just 
I'll just roll for an attack. All right. That would be a 18. 18 will hit. Go ahead, roll damage. 10 damage. 10 points of damage. You make another lash. But Swamp Man still is much more much more uncanny than the rest of them. A lot of them are just kind of slow. You see like a grung in a box kind of clawing its way forward. Mm -hmm. You see a cartwheeler just kind of rolling its way forward and jabbing out at Hugo as it dances underneath his feet as he dances. But this guy just seems to be like dodging and slapping with all the skill you remember being described in the radio drama when you were young. Like, hold it, partner. Oh, not there. Oh, that's a nasty one. I'm going to have to double you back for that. Oh, got a zorp in my shoe. Listen, Martha, I'm sure in time you'll see the way that we were thinking. <clears throat> uh, and you subtracted a d4 from that, right? From which one? The attack roll? I did not. Go ahead and roll that again. That was an 18 to attack? Yep, 18. Minus 4, it's 14. That would not hit. All right, never mind. We'll give him 10 hit points back, <laughs> so he dodges over there, and you just kind of feel yourself buckling. But I do gotta subdue you somehow. Soup. All right. Let's hit another toy. All right. Hooray. Heck yeah. All right. I'm going to go. request some healing? <laughs> oh, you need healing? Yeah. I'm going to hit something. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Woo! Healers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit something. Uh... Okay. Oh, no. Barbarian boy's not resistant to necrotic damage. Oh, no. Also, what? I haven't. I didn't fully recover from... Alright, 18 on the die, resting. plus 6, minus 4, mm. so that's a dirty 20. Hey. 20? Full hit? Yeah. Alright. So that's gonna be a decent... You're attacking who again? Sorry? A toy. Okay. Not Henry the Hugbear who's clung to your back. No, I'm attacking Henry the Hugbear! Uh, roll, roll another to hit. This is with disadvantage because he is currently clung to your back and difficult to free. Oh, come on! I mean, you said you wanted to hit him. Yeah. What's the bugbear arm? Chill twenty, bitch. Right, so the first one goes ahead through. As you go ahead and you slam the uh, ladle down behind your back. Henry the hugbear needs to learn kindness. It looks at you with a stitched mouth, big smiling eyes. Coraline with shit. Roll your damage. Alright, so seven on the first two rolls, oh. and since I crit... Uh, that was not- uh, that was just disadvantage. Oh right, yeah, that was a disadvantage. And please break up the bludgeoning and the necrotic, please. Uh, well that was one on the necrotic and six on the bludgeoning. We're doing massive right. damage still? It would appear that this guy, and uh, plus it four. wasn't a crit. It was with disadvantage. Oh, okay. Alright, It's just so the first 11. hit went through. Yep. Uh, so how much was it? One necrotic and ten? Yeah, one necrotic and uh, ten, ten bludgeoning. All right, so six points of damage as you whap Damn. into its soft-bodied form. Damn. Okay, and with my bonus action, I'll I will say that him. Swamp Man Sill and uh, Henry the Hugbear have their own special stats. Ah, oh. dang it! Dang it! Dang it! What about yep. Annabelle? Is Annabelle just a doll? No, Annab Annabelle's just one of the dolls. Okay. All right. Well, uh, anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna heal. These guys were made special. Yeah, these guys were specially made for you. Dang it! Ugh. All right. Henry the Hugbear needs to learn some kindness. Hey. He's you kindness. He gave you a hug. Gave me a stab hug. <laughs> Hugo, it's your go. Who's the best kind? Wait, wait. Gendon heals by seven. Yeah. Max. 
You go. I'll go. I'm shooting the heck out of Annabelle. <laughs> no creepy dolls in my house. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, roll with disadvantage because you are being harried by toys. Oh, I am. Oh. <laughs> Unless you wanted to use some AoE spell. Yeah, that's a good idea. Light the place on fire. Yep, that's the only thing I know how to do. Is that, is that what you're doing? Is that a sarcastic good idea? Should I do it? Burning hands them all? You would catch everyone Including of your party. Not friend? yourself. Everyone? Damn. Okay, that's probably not a good idea considering it. <laughs> I can't cast it at any level but second and that would do 46 damage killing Gingen. Might kill all of them though. That's all you're Would Gintan wake up in the body of a toy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Hey, you, you're finally awake. So, um, yeah. I'll just um, blast disadvantage, fire knife. What are you gonna do? Ooh, I forgot about fire knife. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Your signature move, obviously. Oh, God. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slash the, the toy that, um, that pierced me. All right, so you're just going to go ahead and stab one of the cartwheelers? Yes, sir. All right, go ahead, roll the hit. Darn it. Six. Uh, six will not hit. I know. As you go ahead, it just gingerly like bounces in the air. Bounce, bounce, bounce. And you just slash out with a wave of fire as it kind of scorches some of the boards and kind of gives this eerily firelight as all the shadows of these toys just get cast along the walls, making them seem five, six, seven, eight times bigger than they are. Darn it. Okay. All right. Now it is the carrionettes. The big ones. Oh. Oh shit. Soup, as you're looking up at this little thing you smacked off your back, I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw. Ah. At some point I'm gonna fail one of these. At some point I will. Don't don't fail me now. Two natural twenties in a row, baby. Oh what? I can even right. show you that on camera. Look. No, I got that, I got that. Yeah. As you go ahead and look at this thing, you just looking into its eyes is just like staring into an endless void the little black button and you take a step back Warsa I need you to roll me a charisma saving spell 17 alright nothing happens uh, Yendon your go alright um... <clears throat> Soup I will give you an opportunity attack as actually Henry the Hugbill will scurry away Yendon think what you want to do can I lesser restoration myself? Oh wait, so I can opportunity attack. Yeah, you can target there? yourself if you cast it. Uh, yeah, I'll let you take an opportunity attack as it scurries away without disengaging. Awesome. Do I need to subtract the four from that? You do. Okay, so it's twenty-one minus a four. It's gonna hit. It's my, okay. And that's with both of the die, right? He's squishy. Uh, yeah. Whoosh. All right. So that is four necrotic and seven bludgeoning. All right. Um, as you strike down at him. Okay. Um, so there's like a gentle thud as you see some spores begin to kind of seep into it as it looks like it scurries underneath of a desk and makes it all, itself all flat as it just pulled itself fully out of sight. Oh. Retreating somewhat. What yeah, happened? All right. Um, I can tell. I can tell that uh, Swamp. I forget his name already. Swamp, Swamp Mansil. Swamp Mansil. Thank you. I can tell that he is like getting to force of it. So I'm gonna go sledgehammer him. 
All right, so you go ahead and you smash at him. Uh, There's nothing you can do about it. You can destroy every single one of us in this room. That's a you nine to get hit. Out. As he goes ahead and he leaps up on top of your uh, your maul as it splinters through the boards and gets somewhat stuck, he kind of like does a little bit of a pirouette and says, Listen, buddy, now I like you, big guy. I might need to do something about that. What does right. that mean? Now it is going to be uh, the tiny one's toys. So there's still a bunch of them. Seven attack. Uh, can you let, can you let, did, did, um, did off-brand Woody take his turn yet? Yes, he did. Okay, dang it, I was waiting for him. 17, 17 to hit. Uh, that hits. All right, uh, you know what, on one of them, I'm gonna do my, they need to make a constitution saving throw. Sure, one of the small ones? Yeah, because the big one I wanted to target, I didn't realize he went. Oh, you could, you could target him if you want. Oh, I'll, I'll target him, make him roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, he rolls a 17. Not today. Alright. Uh, that is going to be one hit at you. So, Gyanden, you take no point of piercing damage. Mm -hmm. And one point of necrotic damage. Aha. You go. You get two more. Alright. Uh, 11. Wait, what? Uh, 14. Does a 14 hit? Me? Yeah. Oh, I got two more regular necrotic damage? So, uh, you, well, I was asking if that hits, but I think a 14 hits you, right? Yeah, it does. You're all like 13, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, Maybe so. Maturity take, wise, you, definitely. You, it's what? It's three points of damage total to Hugo. Okay. <sighs> and then two more, uh, one more to Warso, one more to, to uh, Soup. Uh, Mrs. Warso, natural 20 on Soup. Ah! Yeah. Uh, so you take seven points of damage automatically, Oof. and another three necrotic. Bruh. Jeez. As this one just manages to strike you straight in the neck. That's a lot of damage. All right, That's so that damage. took out that took out my wild shape, but only did one point of damage to my regular as, stuff. As oh. all the mushrooms just kind of flake off your back, Warso. Uh, <clears throat> on Swamp Man Sill, I'm gonna cast my Blood Curse of Blooded Agony, and as my Blood Metal Dick Specialist. I can target any creature, whether it has blood or not. Well, this guy doesn't have blood, but obviously you do not care about that. No. <laughs> what does he? What does he have to roll, or what happens? Uh, uh creature has disadvantage on strength check, dexterity, ability checks. Takes one view necrotic damage. Are you amplifying that or no? Not at this moment, no. So as you go ahead to channel out at that, you start seeing blood just pouring out of all the cracks in <clears> this <throat> guy's plasticky face. And as it goes, you start to see parts of his body just kind of swell up in big tumorous masses. Masses of just stuffing. just looks up at you as blood drips out of his eyes. Well, partner, seems like you picked up a trick or two. <laughs> and a sickening pop happens as he shoves his shoulder back in place. And that Can't say. It makes me look very pretty. <laughs> But maybe I can make it work. All right. Anything else? Um. Oh, I think that's an action. No, that's yep. about that's Soup. a bonus action. Yep. Soup. All right. Gendon, how's your health looking? Oh, that was a bonus action you said? Yeah. Would you like to do something with your action? <clears throat> I'm gonna shoot it with my bow. All right. This is gonna be with disadvantage because you are all engaged with a bunch <clears throat> of toys. Close quarters. Wait. 
I'm not going to attack. I'm going to lesser restoration myself and end my curse. There's lesser restoration in curses? And either one disease or one condition affecting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed. Well, no, I guess not. As the energy washes over you and you try to get whatever sickness is out of you, you look down at your own blood, that sort of glowing brightness stripping out of you. Because when Warso bleeds, it's like glowing radiance. But there's sort of black tendrils that seem to be seeping into it. All right. All right. Soup. All right. Gendon, how's your health? I am a little under half. All right. I'm going to give you as a bonus action a second level healing word. Oh. And did you get, did you heal up from my first healing word that I gave you? I did. Cool. So that's going to be 2d4 plus 3. It's going to be a 2 going to be a two and a three so five plus three that's eight oof not nice. as much that's that's um, still pretty good and as my action once again gandon do you remember that thing we really wanted to do <laughs> this is the perfect chance oh no i'm going to turn into a horse <laughs> So this space is about 15 feet at max. You can't do that. All this the Torias get pushed against the walls. All of you get shoved to the walls as soup turns into a large uh, drawing horse. Big, big beast of burden. Oh my goodness. As you see this sort of warping energy shift around them as they seem to shrink into a point and then the image, the visage of a horse expands. And due to uh, Gendon currently being a Goliath, I believe he is strong enough to pick me up. He is, yes. though there isn't exactly a lot of maneuvering room. Are you? You are, however, giving many people cover at the moment. <laughs> they won't have it for long. <laughs> oh, man. Are we, you guys planning on doing what I think you guys were doing? Hugo. Yay. Yay. Mm -hmm. Hugo. Um, I still have those guys on me, and I don't want to take more damage so i'm gonna get those guys off me first probably with them them fiery daggery boys all right go ahead roll to hit you kidding me i got a nine that's not hit definitely rolls out of the way <laughs> this one however <clears throat> soup i need you to roll me a charisma saving throw as a horse or do i keep oh yep. wait i keep my no you still keep your stats cool and i also need warso too as well I'm just curious. Can I use my halo of spores as a horse? Can um, I fart? <laughs> sure. Sure, you're still covered by... Um, I don't think so. Your statistics get replaced by the horse, yeah. Um, Understood. So I cannot fart. So if you had like a spell or something, that would work. Regular. I might even allow... Oh, well, you can't actually stack wild shapes. Never mind. Anyway. More so. 17. Total. Soup. 18. Uh, okay. Good to know. As you just see Swapman still saying, Now listen, I'm trying to be all gentleman-like here, but there ain't gonna be too much as you're going. Soup, as you kind of expand off here, you knock that, uh, that gnomish man off the chair and, uh, kind of upset the table. You see a little bit of purple light coming out of one of the drawers. Only Soup sees that, though. And Soup's a horse right now. <laughs> Yenden, what are you doing? There's now a horse in here. Oh, it's my turn? There's yeah. a horse. Loose now, you might not be able to swing the horse act. around in a helicopter fashion, but maybe you could press, pin a, 
bunch of them up against the wall with a horse, maybe. <laughs> oh. Limiting my options here. Alright. It, it was a cramped horse? space to begin with. No. Alright, so I guess I will just like I'm it's going to heft the horse over my shoulders, bend forward and just battering ram. <laughs> Alright, so with this, I want you to roll me an athletics check real quick. Okay. No, due to our due to our excellent bonds, can I give him the help action as a can I'm I, already uh, raging, yeah, I already you, have you advantage. Had, you would have yeah, you would have oh. had to do that on your turn, but he's getting advantage, so. Ah, I got it. All right, yep. that's... Help action is an action. All, All right, right, I got a 19. Is... 19? <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll say that you can attempt to do this. Um, Just go ahead and roll me an attack roll, add your strength. Okay, just strength. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoot, that's a 10. I'm going to add the um, yes. talisman. An attack roll. Yep. Oh, those only work for ability checks. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Okay, didn't know that. Sorry. Now, if you had not done well on your athletics check, you could have done that. Hmm. So what did right. you roll? I rolled a 10. A 10 total. That does not hit them. As you go ahead, you slam them against the wall. Here you go. You have to duck down as you creak against it. And Soup, that image, that little bit of purple sliver you see gets yanked away from you as you find yourself pinned against the wall. <laughs> and then Yenden lets go of you and you just kind of stumble haphazardly. In the process, you take two points of bludgeoning damage. Alright, I'm still a horse, don't worry. <laughs> if that is your rage damage, correct? Uh, that is my rage damage, too. Alright, anything else? Uh. Now, the entire time as Gyendon is doing this, you the first person you attacked was Annabelle, correct? Yes. She's still there. You see that at the moment, she seems very harried to attack people, as you see that there's all this sort of spectral energy that seems to be swirling around her. To those of you with keen eyes, you may even see the visage of small toy soldiers fighting her. Hmm? Bunch of attacks. Yep, that's my turn. All of these are going to go at you. One of them has disadvantage. One. Uh, Seeing this immediate threat, that is going to be a 12 to hit the horse. To hit the horse. Okay. uh, Yeah, the horse's AC is 10. Alright. Hit, so two hits. Miss. Three hits. Four hits. Alright. You have uh one more. Alright. Only four hits coming your way. Only four. So soup, you take four points of damage. Followed by seventeen points of necrotic damage. What the Ow. twenty-one points of damage as all of them see a big Ooh. horse in here and they all just in unison jam their silvery needles into you. Okay, I'm no longer you... a horse, but I'm not <laughs> uh, dead though. Darn. As you burst out of your form, Warsaw, it's your go. Neat little ploy, neat little ploy, partner. It's gonna take more than that. Okay, don't worry, we can try it again another time. I should have Warsaw. attacked recklessly, it was my fault. <laughs> should have uh, attacked recklessly over. with the horse. With the horse. <laughs> go ahead and roll through your turn. <clears throat> so, did I do my charisma check? Uh, not yet. Alright. I'm gonna swing at him with my axe, but I'm gonna try to, like, golf hit him towards the other end of the room. Sure. (laughs) Don't forget to add your d4. Or subtract. 14. 14 does not hit him. As he's dancing beyond you, you begin to see black stuff drifting through your veins. It's been a while since I tagged you. But I expect things are gonna be really interesting. 
Go ahead and roll me a charisma saving throw with disadvantage at the end of your turn. Oh my god. Roll an 18 and a 3. Don't oh. use my curses. Does anyone have protection against good and evil? As Hugo is evil. Walks up, I mean, if that would even work. As you are standing there, all of you just see Warso slack and drop his axe. Uh oh. Uh oh. And then he stands up. Soup, what do you do? It's my turn? Yep, you see that purple light glowing though. Yep. Um, I'm the direct I'm gonna direct Gandon. Uh, do I see what happens to Warso? Uh you just see that Warso just kind of collapses. Maybe he's injured or something like that. Alright. Gandon, keep an eye on Warso, there's something over here, and I'm gonna investigate the light. I'm gonna go check out the light. Alright, so you're going to basically leap through. I'm going to say that these guys get two opportunity attacks on you as you have to step through a bunch of them to get to the door. <laughs> but only two. Maybe I should have just aerial of affected y'all. You should have. <laughs> that is going to be 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. I'm not killing Followed you by again. another 15 to hit. So, soup. They both hit. What, you, what are you saying as you're walking over? Who am I, what am I saying to who? Yeah, what are you saying like as you're doing this? Are you are you trying to like call out that thing over there or no? Uh yeah, I'm ki- I'm I'm calling out both. What I basically said was keep an eye on Warso. I'm checking out this light over here. You get struck at, at the ankles for seven more points of damage. <sighs> I'm still up. For how long? As you step forward, and as you see the chaos, this this carnival of toys lashing out around you, you reach over and you pull out the drawer and you see inside a disc. There's a purple gem in the middle that seems to be crackling electricity around it. As you get close, a little bit of it zaps at you and kind of singes some of the fur off of you as it turns to dust. And you hear a voice from Annabelle say, What? No! You're not supposed to touch that! Bonk it. Bonk it real Gonna bonk it! Bonk it. I'm bonk gonna go it. full ape on this boy! <laughs> Alright, well, you've used your action to basically get to it and grab it. Oh, wait. Say. Yeah. Okay. He's Unless you do you just want to peek through there? Like it's it's stowed in the drawer. Yeah, so I'll take it I guess I'll take it out. Alright, so you go ahead, you take it out and it hurts to hold. Um at the end of your turn, uh you take two points of necrotic damage. I'm still up As the same <laughs> How much health do you have? I have Hugo, four. you just see ah! this purple lightning. Very reminiscent of your time at the crocodile's ball gown. Hooray. Arcing from soup's hand. As it seems like a bit of it hits them, and then you kind of see like some of the mushrooms on their cheek just turn to dust. The same corrupt energy. Yeah. It's fine. Hmm. I can't get hit. I yes, can't get can. hit. I'm about to be a target for everyone. <laughs> um, and if I burning hands the floor, it'll still hit everybody. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> I say that you could probably miss Yenden with that. <laughs> All right. But yeah. Or so, you would have to hit soup though, and you'd em- emulate this entire room, like Wait, including all the notes and the drawers and stuff. Is it possible to Eldritch blast an object? Yeah, but Hugo is currently being harried at his feet a little bit, though their attention is momentarily turned towards you. What would I you do like it. to do, Hugo? Can I blast it out of out of their hand? Go ahead and roll to hit. <gasps> Finally, something decent. Eighteen. As the blast shoots out. It strikes the disc itself um, as it 
seems to hit, there's almost a sort of deflection as the heat, the fire, the energy goes towards it, ends up colliding with it, but just scatters, dissipates, becomes chaos around it as all of you shield your eyes with a flash. Magic behaving unstable around it. Mm. Mm. All right, let me at this thing. <laughs> all right, it's getting time. However, yeah. oh. Soup, I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw. No. Gonna run out of luck eventually. Ah, come on, come on, come on. All right, 15? 15 saved. <gasps> However, you see Warso stand up. Uh-oh. Oh no, oh no. Look down at where the axe. There is one imposter is. among us. Picks up both of them, tucks the doll in its breast pocket, smiles, a very wide, terrifying grin. No. And says, got a bounce partner, and is going to jump out the window. Damn. Oh, no. Or so just straight up shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did not just straight up shit, but... <laughs> Or so. We don't know that for sure. <laughs> no. There's a crash as there's like one door up here. Um, anyone want to take opportunity attacks at Warsaw? Yes. All right, go ahead. Roll to hit, I guess. Wait, oh, can I? Wait. Uh, you're on the far end of the okay. room. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to attempt to make this non-lethal just in case. Sure. Um, Fire knife, though, right? Oh, no. I was going to do blast. Uh, you cannot cast a spell as an opportunity attack oh. unless you have the Warcaster feet. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Fine if it is. <laughs> Classic. 16. Go for the shins! 16? Yep. Yes. Uh, that... Does that hit? Yeah. yeah. Roll damage. Don't forget your fire. Um, Warso, how many hit points you got left? He's got... Got 12. So that's 8 damage. So you got 4 now, buddy. Ooh. Right. So it manages to leap down. And it's only going it's, it's not a very far drop and it succeeds on its acrobatics check. So that is going to be four points of damage reduced to Warsaw. No! <laughs> as your body leaps out the window and you manage to land covered in broken glass, glowing blood dripping out of all of your wounds. You're completely unconscious during all this, by oh, the way. As it arches its back upwards like a doll. And just proceeds to run. Oh shit! Someone take me in. Knife <laughs> him from the window, Hugo. <laughs> Yendon. All right. Spice you start hearing the voice of Annabelle saying, "No, no, you can't. Stop! Put that down. It's our future. I'm it's going victory. to recklessly We'll bring playtime to everyone. Gem. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and roll to hit. Natural twenty. Bitch. <laughs> So as you go to strike it, there is a burst of energy that seems to kind of be deflecting the the, the thing just chaotically. Though so as you strike it down, you feel yourself leaning in with all the might you can muster in your arms, pushing and forcing down, kind of stuck in a stilled face until you feel a hand grab a hold. And then mm -hmm. another hand. What? You see Ivar. Standing behind you. You see... Yensa. Despite her frame, she still has that warrior prowess. The same type that she would portray in the stories she told. You see Farrick, of course. <laughs> despite his stealthy, dexterous form. 
he contributes towards the strike. Mona, as she's leaning in there with her big gauntleted gloves and glasses over her eyes like goggles. Anton, he was always there for you. <laughs> as all of them in unison grab a hold of the shaft of this hammer, and in that moment, there's a ching <laughs> as you strike it. And energy just shoots out all around you as you shield your eyes. Warso, as you were running, you find yourself suddenly pulled into your body, tripping. For a second, you found yourself small, tiny, and tucked into a lapel or a shirt or a pocket. But surely enough, there's a poof, as all of the carrionettes scream out in pain. All of you reeling back and closing your eyes as this energy just scorches all of you in pain and scratches. In fact, this is a powerful enough thing. I've got to give it a little bit of a death rose. All right, y'all, I'm going down. No, not soup. Ellen Timber. The three of you take five points of necrotic damage. I'm down. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Oh no. Oh, are you down, Hugo? I'm down. No, soup's down. I'm down. Uh, soup just holding I'm the barely screen, down. Just blasted back, slamming into. Uh, Henry the Hugbear, the electricity seems to almost arc between all of the toys in here, pulling it out. The one exception being the toy that's been pulled away from here. And as all of you are reeling from the blast of energy and as Soup's head slams against the back of it as a big scorch mark is left in the middle of their chest, ringing in your ears begins to subside. The device seems to power down. The gym slightly cracked. Plot twist, and that, that was energy the arc stone. Leeching away. All that strike just barely tapped the stone and was enough to crack it. Oh. But it was enough to disable it. Alright, I'm and out. Warso, you find yourself tripping and landing on your knees. What does anyone do as Soup falls to the ground? I immediately take Swamp, Swamp Man Sill and just... We'll get him. there in a second. We'll get there in a second. Um, is there any medicining I can do on her? Them? Sure. Uh, if you want to roll Wait, a medicine check. Do we have any alcohol? Roll a medicine check, Hugo. Hold on. Do I have any alcohol? Actually, Wait. soup goes before Hugo. I need soup to begin by making a death saving throw. All right. And I'm going to kind of move out of initiative, but we're going to keep track of that. Oh, that's a fail. That's an eight. Well, guess who has a health potion? Oh, nice. you want to use that here, Hugo? Do you want to use that here, Hugo? Yes. All right. You go ahead and you pull the potion that Dimitri gave you, the only other one being on Sky's person. Yep. And you run up to Soup and you glug, 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 slam down. Go ahead, roll that healing for me. 2d4 plus 2. Ah, where's the dice? D4. 1, 2, roll. Skiddly do. That's 9, da uh, nine healing damage. <laughs> 9 healing damage? You, you reverse 9 You reverse 9 damage. Good roll. Um, Soup, before you can even have a vision to process what's happening, you find yourself pulled to consciousness as a surge of vitality absorbs through you, and you see Hugo using your one healing potion to bring you back. And all the toys around you, scorched, blackened, partially disintegrated, including plenty of more who were just beginning to crawl out of their box. Neither of you guys are cursed. And Warso, if you are standing there and you are reeling yourself up, you see kind of pulling themselves backwards, kind of their leg half ripped out and barely hanging on by the cotton. 
pulling themselves up. They realize that they're not that fast to crawl away from you. And they look up to you and says, Well, partner, looks like you found me on the wrong end of the draw on this one. I remember you. You know that, right? I might not have been conscious at the time. Not until the, the Awakener came not long ago, but we toys. We remember every time we're played with. Magical or cursed or whatever or not. And all we want to do is bring joy. I'm sorry you got hurt. Sorry you couldn't see me as a friend. Who's the Awakener? Are you picking up your axe at this point? Yes. Right. Well, he was the one who, who gave us life. He's the one who, who brought brought the magic that animated us. Oh, it looks like your friend found the uh, found the artifact and left behind, though. Not really left behind. Once we woke up, we kind of sequestered it away, and when it came for the Awakener to pack up, well, turns out that he didn't pack up everything that he brought. Hmm. I suppose. I suppose the toys will have to find a new way to make the world happy. Looks like this man's vision, as he kind of like gestures a thumb towards him, is coming to its bladed end. Here's that way. Man. Just want to hit him with my axe. Roll to hit. What's advantage? We were amigos. Pals, even. With advantage? Yep. 16. With that sort of cinematic strike, the last thing you hear as his body is sliced in twain, as his box is just sparking with the last bit of that purple electricity. So long, partner. See you in the next laugh. Y'all always have a friend in me. Hmm. What about the rest of you, Soup, as you were pulling yourself up? So, clarification, I thought May I, I had... mentioned this is all happening, like, in front of, like, a carousel, so, like, that light's shining on Warso mm -hmm. as it's going by. So, clarification, <laughs> I thought I had Amulet the Drunker, but that's actually a different campaign where I just found one. I had a okay. bit of a mix-up, so I do not have one. Never mind. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was wondering, alcohol? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloosh! All right, go on. <laughs> Soup, you are pulled to consciousness with Hugo above you. I'm alive! <laughs> yeah, it's only hey, are all the, all the dolls gone? I think so. I yes, was a horse. I believe so. Uh, yes, yes, you were a horse. I'm sorry. I, I could not make the most of that. Gandon was small, not a cute horse. There was a three foot diameter window that currently has a Warso shaped hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Warso's gone! Right. Warso, do you pick up Swamp Man still? Yes. Alright. Also, I'm screaming, oh shit, Warso's gone at the top of my lungs. <laughs> covering my ears and walking over it, to the window. If it, as you peer over the window, you see Warso just kind of stuff something in his pocket and just, you know, Dark Soul style, just dragging the axe behind him, barely on his feet. Warso, are you possessed? Spots of, like, glowing spots of light coming out of all of his body. Not anymore. Okay, that's good. I hope you feel better. Get a healing word. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Where's, where's the secret question that only he would know? As you are also looking around here, you see that there is another drawer that's been opened slightly. I want to look in it. And inside there is a sort of golden yellowish light. Does it restore all the toys to be good? You open it up and you find that it 
resembles some sort of strange device. There seems to be a little silver needle that seems to have been screwed into the front of it. And there seems to be a bit of a hose attached to it. There's also a sort of glass canister in which you can just see a sort of swirling golden electricity just swirling around. Is there... And as you stare at it for a moment, you swear that you see the visage of a woman's face. And it just becomes sparking electricity in the bottle. Is there an instruction There's also, manual? There is not an instruction manual, but there is a note on the desk. Yay, I want to read it. So say. You read it. You see it says, To whoever may find this. My name is Gajavier Tenbender. Gajavier spelled with a G. <laughs> and it was my dream to bring joy to all the children of Electrofall. I built this park and I built all the toys within it. In my youth, I met the hand of abusive parents, but I tried in my life to not let that experience shape me. Rather, I sought to bring the joy that I was denied. Of course, I found that those compulsions in my youth were difficult to resist. For when I saw injustice being enacted on other children, something within me took over. Something that had to make amends. So I crafted using artifice a device that would allow me to pull the consciousness from one from of my own into another, using the text of a powerful magic spell called Magic Jar. Little did I realize until now that there was a toll for taking my body and putting it into another. And yes, I indeed commit to all the murders that you may have found as well as the others that you did not. Now, my final word is I find my mind withering away and my body crumbling. I do regret that I did not succeed in my mission, but I also realize what I did was wrong. I realize that the trauma I endured is not the trauma of others, and in the end I hurt more than I helped. Hopefully never again anyone makes use of my creation. And I hope that all of my children find good homes. Signed, Javier Tenbender. Wow. So this... And there's just this device, too. What does a magic jar do? Do any of y'all know that spell? Do I know that? Do I know that? This might be something you'll have to research. Maybe it's like an alchemy jug, but it just does like... You see Warso emerge from the, uh, the opposite stairwell coming in. There's a person in there. Yes. So, Maybe. I don't think it's a good idea to leave her here. Hi. Oh, look at him. <laughs> you just see a sort of passing visage like a ghost made of electricity passing through. Like a synaptic ghost. Ooh. There's... There's that up t- there's that <gasps> woman downstairs. Of course. Let's do it. We could put the jar in her. Yes. That sounds like a plan. And if anything rush down there and do that? Well, first of all, we need someone on guard in case she tries to attack. So I'm gonna say Hugo stand back and start blasting. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> 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 Yeah, let's go, Dad. Alright, so you come down to that same parlor area where there, among other porcelain dolls. 
Also, maybe Large we should probably pocket toys. the broken the broken gem for research. Yeah, is there anything sure. else interesting in the room? I mean, there's plenty of interesting stuff. Plenty of toys, plenty of tinker parts. We could take a while okay. to sort through here. But you still also have your reward to collect, too. Hmm? As you make your way downstairs, you find that there is a... The doll, as you had left it, turned around inanimate. Chest cavity still popped open. Empty. Just like mine. <laughs> Sorry. My chest cavity so just got popped open by that gem. You see this burn mark? It's gonna take at least a month to heal right. And it's gonna smell funny for like a week. And y'all are gonna have to deal with that. Y'all ever smelt burn hair? You're a healer, Soup. I don't heal hair. I'm not a hairdresser. What do you do with the jar? Uh, who's holding the jar? Are you holding it, Hugo? I am holding it right now. All right. Should put Would it you in. like to repair this automaton? <laughs> I think I need redemption on the last one, but I'll. Right. I guess I'll gently place it in and take a couple of steps back. It takes some finagling to actually get it placed in there because it looks like this jar was not originally designed. Mind you, a very ornate jar. Magic jar, if you might say. But as you position it in there and lock it in there and think that you kind of get it to work and secure and kind of use some clamps to back it in, you shut off the chest cavity and kind of adjust the dress to cover it. And they're silent for a few beats before the eyes just kind of glow in electric yellow. And there's a chunk, 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 chunk. As the figure, quite humanly, looks around confused, and not moving their mouth, they say, Who's there? Hello? What happened? Where am I? I'll, I'll say, It's okay, I think. Um, hi, I'm Hugo. We're a bit as clueless as you. Mind telling me your name? Huh. I'm, I'm Molly. Um, um, where's Jillian? Edward, where are you? Do you oh. know them? Have you seen my kids? You know, you know, you know them? Oh. We we know where they are. They're safe. They're Something fine. Something feels feels strange. I I can see you, but um, we found a... your soul in a jar. This what may be hard for you to hear, huh. but you may have died. Well, not oh. totally dead. Oh. I mean, it's I, like I'm... Colin Gandon did. Is is this? Is it my time to meet the paragons? Are my children okay? Your children are just Please, fine. Please tell me, tell me that before I move on to the next life. You're well, you're not, not move, you're, you're not here. meeting the paragons yet. Not yet. What? At least. Yes, we found your soul in a jar. She and looks at like her clockwork hands. So we put you in this. The greatest automaton ever made. And you mean this I'm, I'm like a, a robot? Yeah, robot implies servitude. You're you're an automaton. You're still a soul. You have you just got a new body. You have humanity. She like clutches her chest, like where the cavity is, in this sort of sculpted body. Are my kids okay? Oh yeah. Where are they? We yes. just talked to them yesterday, or was that still today? I think it was still. I mean, it's kind of laid out, but they're I, currently. I, I don't. They're currently at the burning bulb abbey. I, I need to see them, but I don't want to scare them. Well, we can introduce you. We can tell them that we found a way that they can talk to their mother again. Be with you again. That's true. Where's, is, is Michael okay? 
My husband. Oh. We don't know what happened to your husband. Is this a deception or? I honestly don't know what happened to you, her husband. You would know that her husband was killed. Ah. His bed by her. Your husband was killed. <clears throat> then who's watching the kids? Edward Jillian. Uh, currently they're at the orphanage. I, I have to go get them. Mm -hmm. Oops. Please, can, can you take me there? Yes, yes. And she like kind of like steps a little bit robotically until she gets into the groove of it, and then she steps up right. Thank you. I, I don't know what's going on, but I'll get used to it. I don't worry. We don't know what's going on as much either. Yes. But... It is kind of late. Should we wait till morning? If, if you can just get me to the Bastion Ward, I'll I'll take myself the rest of the way. Um, or I'll 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 ask someone for for help. Um. No. Maybe someone in the College of the Macabre? They've always been nice to us. We can take you there. Yeah, that's no problem. We should take you there. Thank you we can so make much. a proper introduction to make sure that okay. the kids know whatever's going on. So tired. Maybe maybe we do this tomorrow, and uh, you're sure they're safe tonight? Yes. Very okay. certain. I know, I know a man who would rather die than let any of those children come to harm. Oh, he's tough. He's powerful. Yep. Here and as, <laughs> yeah, I know a place where we of, can stay. <laughs> so you like take put her, your hand on her back and begin walking her. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just I'm, I'm just chatting to her a little bit while we're walking. You know, on the more positive side, you never have to worry about your weight again. You'll always have a perfect figure. You see, as uh, you're making your way out, um, you see that there is a rattling at the door in the fence gate, and the bushes begin to tremble as all of you are about to make your way out, leaving the carnival behind, and you see as a figure emerges a long, jagged beak, followed by a plague doctor mask. As you see, pulling a wagon behind him is Jack, stepping within here, and he says, Oh, well, well, oh, hello, folks, oh, well, this is my, oh, it's you guys, I was hoping I'd find you here. You oh, uh, find us here. Hi, Flintman, uh, serial killer, hey, Hugo, uh, hey, Warso, hey, Soup, hi, robot lady. Hey, Jack. Hello. Oh, Oh, this, this is a crazy place. You, you know, I, I was going to offer you a little bit of assistance if you needed it, but... Oh, yeah. You need any more help here, or...? We dealt with the weird electric necrotic uh, toy problem. I hold up the gem. Basically, a bunch of toys were coming to life and stabbing people with needles and possessing people. You know what? I had an inkling that might have been it, but I discounted that theory too early. <laughs> I gotta stop double-guessing myself. Oop. You really should. You need yeah, to be more I, I, confident in yourself and your abilities. Me and you gotta have more conversations. You are a bright little cookie, my friend. Jack. Anyway, anyway. Well, I'm here. I mean, I already brought the stuff. I was hoping to maybe, like, you know, bring out a couple of these tools, but hey, payment's payment. Payment Wait. for what? I mean, I don't have to give you anything if you don't want it, but... You know, I was kind of, kind of paying Wartho and the rest of you. Wartho, you didn't tell him everything that... No? Yeah, oh. it is my business, man. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I'm too nice. I don't like you folks too much, so. <laughs> I can't remember if I I'm told gonna... him or not. You never did. No, okay. no we didn't. We are... you, never... you told them about the job, but you didn't tell them that they were getting paid. <laughs> we all get one cool item. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we wow. just got a couple of things. We pulled out of the sewers, out of the gutty, out of the, uh, out of the spirit ward. Anyway, rather than going through the bureaucracy of labeling each thing and putting out an auction, most of them just ended up in my office, so here's a couple of them. Don't know what all of them do, but, you know, if you pick something that looks cool, you can figure it out later. Mmm. 
and he opens up this chest on the back of the wagon. Inside, you see what looks like a two-foot-long copper rod with seven gemstones embedded within, as along with several knobs and switches. You see there is a metal amulet shaped like a heart with what looks like a sort of crystal vial in the middle filled with blood, but bright red. You see that there is a snake-like dagger made out of solid iron. You see that there is a cloak decorated with aether and gemstones. You see that there is a small ring just rattling around at the bottom of the chest that also looks like it's made out of aether. There is a shield in here emblazoned with a eye that is currently closed. There is a potion kind of sitting within, uh, if you like open it up, there's like a little potion inside of a satchel um, that seems to uh, glow a slightly blue coloration and has a sort of elemental symbol of water on it. And there's also a box that looks old and rusted and completely sealed. Hmm, a lot of interesting items going on here. I think Warso would know what the amulet is. But the rest of you. Hmm. I think Warsho should get first pick. Yes, this is his childhood. What was the amulet? You would know that was an amulet of health. That's right. Um, I kind of want that sealed rusty box. You, like, you pick it up and rattle it around. It sounds like there's something in there, but it sounds somewhat dull. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you could get this open, though. Maybe. Maybe it was time. Hmm. I got my rusty box. Damn, okay. that was going to do it for the box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I, no. You guys can negotiate among yourselves as much as you want. What do you think this cloak does? I was wondering about that. Oh, that and the copper rod kind of suit your aesthetic, Hugo. Hmm. hmm. The rod hmm. looks like some kind of wand. Is that what it is? About two feet long. A bit too big to be a wand, but clearly some sort of electrotech gadget. Paragons, am I and... about to become a street magician? <laughs> That'll definitely add hmm. to your act. Yeah. I can't use a shield with a two-handed weapon, right? Uh, you couldn't. No. Okay. Hold it on your back. I use a shield. I'll take the shield. How many items were there? Um, I can read over it again. There was the rusty box. Hmm. There is uh, a potion inside there is a shield with an eye there is a ring there is a cloak there is a snake-like dagger like a sort of snaked blade there is an amulet with a heart in the middle and there's also a copper rod hugo you could take not hugo ah gandon the amulet seems to possibly suit you i mean you're a man full of heart you might as well wear it on your chest or on your sleeve if that's how you fancy <laughs> I feel like you've got more heart than I do, Soup. Well, um, I got a shield. <laughs> yeah. If Warsaw does want to communicate that, like that that particular thing, I'll tell you what it does. It makes your constitution score 19. If it's not already higher. Yeah, I've already got good constitution. Yeah. Alright, you know what? You know what? Can I, I keep going cloak? down. <laughs> I think I could benefit from this, so I'm gonna take I guess I'll take the the amulet then. I could benefit sure. from some constitution. Mm-hmm. Sure. There is both. the. You could inspect some of them too if you prefer. Wait, how many things can we take? Uh, he's offering you one each. Uh, but he looks over at like Warso and he's like, I mean, you know, you I'm not saying it, that you can't you. hold your own in a fight, but. Can I inspect that cloak? 
You can. So as you like pick it up. Yeah. I think I do need it. Alright. Just give it over. If you want yep. the rusty box, you could trade. I'll give the amulet to Warsaw and the box to Gendon and I'll take the shield for myself. Well, first I gotta inspect is the Warsaw cloak. Give, is Warsaw giving uh. up the box? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it my rusty box. And she scattered to it. Do you say anything as you hand it to uh, Gendon? You're interested in this? I was, in fact. I... <laughs> All right. I have a thing for things that are closed and can't be opened immediately. <laughs> I mean, if you hit it enough, you could probably open it. I can even help. I'll try it. I'll try it without smashing the box first. What is this cloak? Doing it, Do I have to roll for now? the cloak? Uh, Hugo, roll me an Arcana check as you're looking at the cloak. Thirteen. Almost had. Um, it seems to be some sort of uh, vestige. You think that's protective in nature, maybe? Hmm. Protection of some sort. Interesting. How about the strange bouncy ring? The ring would also be uh, protective of some sort. Hmm. Great. Two protective things. But the rusty box. <laughs> mystery box of mystery. Oh, I hate the mystery of the mystery box. That's why I also put on the amulet. Yes. Yeah, as you put it on, uh, just go ahead and make your constitution score 19. How many hit points does that put you up by? I like change my constitution. Can I inspect the copper rod? Uh, yeah, you can. Um, this seem, seems to be something that holds a lot of electricity in it and uses it in some way. Ooh. As amulet of health? Mm-hmm. AC protection, is that like increasing ac or is that like another kind of protection like spell have? defense each of them might do their own thing i just you took guys, the shield because i know have, i use a shield there might be some you take the shield soup yep i took the shield interesting yeah. as you mount it onto your arm you see that the eye like the metal visage of the eye opens up and you find your uh, awareness expand you can go ahead and add a sentinel shield Ooh. and it's okay for me to Ooh. use a metal shield if i'm a druid right oh absolutely Okay. It's Electroval. 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 You can't escape metal in Electroval. Oh, cool. shit! Oh, yeah. this is good! Oh, no. What the oh, rest this is you good! I have advantage on perception and on initiative. Oh, I mean, wow. You, you, you don't have to take the box. I want that box. <clears throat> there might be something good in the box. There might be something bad. It's it's a it's a it's a mystery crate. It's a rusty fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's was... something inside. I can promise that from shaking it. Maybe yeah. it steal away. Hey, did you ask what my hit points went up to? Yeah, went up to thirty-four. <gasps> Damn! Oh, cool. nice. Yeah, that's. I think you I'm... just got plus ten to your constitution. I feel like Hugo needs a cloak. I got plus four now. Well, it was minus one before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna take the box. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Sure. You take the box. Rusty. It's old. Maybe you could open it if you spend some time or get the right tool. Yeah. Hugo? I think I'm going to take the cloak. You're going to take the cloak. All right. In that case, um, yeah. Jack looks at all you, slams the trunk shut, and says, Well, is there anything else you folks going to be needing tonight? Uh, I'll get a couple of the boys up here and uh, looking around uh, this old... This whole site, maybe we could turn it into an open attraction. I really like the spookiness of it. I don't think, I don't think it should be spooky. 
Oh, we'll get all the real spookies out and, uh, you know, just put in pretend spookies. <laughs> Maybe we'll turn this place into a, a club. Oh, that would be cool. <gasps> get, some, get some of the miners up here. Heel stack workers. Oh, Hugo, you can start a new club. You know. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, if you're if you look if you got some money to put down, I, I'd love to open up a haunted carnival club for Theo. Hugo's to... hot carnival. Wait, that sounds real bad. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You stop by sometime, and maybe we fill out the paperwork. Maybe we don't. Honestly, we might tear all this down. You know, maybe we can't even get the permit. Sounds good to me. Depends if I can find the deed or not. <laughs> I'll get. All right. I'll get talking with my business associates on that. All right, all right. Oh, also, I heard about Brimstone. Real sorry, my man. Good run while you had it. It was, but something will happen. Something is happening. It'll be okay, I think. All right, uh, is there anything else, anyone? Uh, I haven't met you, robot lady, but uh, cool to meet you. It's Molly. Oh, ha hey, Molly. Like, uh, hello. Ah, she talks. It's really cool. That's, uh, that's a human person. That's like, a human person. <laughs> She's full of soul. And in a way that's different from how I say Maskellies are full of soul. She's actually full of soul, not just full of soul to me. Can, can Molly get a magic item? <laughs> are you asking this? Yes. <laughs> Roll persuasion check. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Oh. Uh. 18. Jack looks at you for a solid few seconds. I think she's been through enough. Ah, I like you guys. Fine. <laughs> looks in and she walks up. Uh, I'm going to roll to see what she grabs. Maybe she should get the ring as like a new replacement of a wedding band. Signifying a new life starting. I don't know what that means. Mm. We don't know what that ring does. Oh, yeah, that's true. Add a character B thinks it might she be a ring pulls, of protection. She pulls out what does that do? a <laughs> knife from it and she holds it and kind of like tucks it close to her chest. Good pick, good pick, good pick. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and take my wagon and I head off into the dark city. Uh, well, not really that dark. It's Electrofall. Uh, but, glad to see all you are equated. Really glad you cleaned up the evil toy business. Uh, knew I could count on you. Especially you, Warso. Enjoy the amulet. You look pretty swole. I like it. <laughs> all right. Safe travels. Later. Time. And he just does, like, a little, like, a little, little circle with the wagon <laughs> and leaves through the bush. God, I love Jack so I'll, much. Jack, I know what a guy. Great. And do you guys leave? What yeah. does that knife do? So as you like step out, like Jack's only gone about like thirty feet away. <laughs> <laughs> Is my apartment in the same direction as Jack? Um, it's a little bit different. You might be able to walk with him for like a block or two. But... Okay. <laughs> what is? Any... I'm just curious. What knife was that? Um, as you're walking with her, and she stands up, and she says, "I I really don't have much. Thank you. Um, here." And she'll like hand it to Hugo. What? No. Or no, she'll look. Yeah, she'll hand it at Hugo. Yenden's clearly very happy about his box. I'm very happy about my box. So <laughs> Hugo, occupied. Yeah. As all of you begin making your way home, just giving you the strict beats on what it is. Warso's got that amulet of protection or amulet of health. Soup got a sentinel shield. Hugo, the two items you have is a cloak of protection and a flame tongue dagger. Oh, oh my god, more flames. Ooh, flame tongues are so good. Flame tongues are so good. Now. As all of you begin making your way in Warsaw, you find yourself at a crossroads from where Jack went and where the rest of them seem to be going. Is there anything you'd like to do or say? Um, I guess this is kind of where it ends. I got other other stuff to go do. Yeah, <sighs> we have other stuff that we need to do. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, and honestly, the stuff that happened actually brings more light to our mystery because it's the same type of magic and we've never seen it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or so, well, it's a shame to see you go. Well, you did stab me once, so. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> I don't usually do that to people. You take care of yourself, all right? I will. But before I go, pertaining to your current journey, little Swamp Man Sill, he did say this wasn't the end of it. Right. So. He was also kind of possessed. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll we'll keep an eye out. And he talked about some guy, the uh what'd you call him? Awakener, I Awakener. think. Awakener. So many titles. I know. I have a uh, part of me has a feeling the Awakener and the Inventor might be the same thing, but I'm gonna be uh what wherever we get to sleep, I'm gonna be uh checking out just 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 scouting out this gem thing. See if it has like any marks of who made it, just like the mask did. Okay. Well, it was a pleasure meeting y'all. I'm uh, hate to see y'all go too, but I need to get y'all. All oh. right. Oh, I need to pay Warso. Oh. <laughs> for for bodyguarding services. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't remember how much, how much, how much was agreed upon. I don't even. You still know. got your briefcase full of money. I do have my briefcase full of money. You're just walking openly on the street with. <laughs> so that's to the possessed toy store. It's it's handcuffed to him at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I store it in my in my trumpet. I mean that's little, like, that. I mean handcuffing it to him isn't much protection because you can just lift the entire dude up and run. <laughs> all right. How much money do you give for us, though? Uh, remind me again of the copper is a dollar or something like that it's it's about five copper is a dollar five zaps is equivalent to what we would call a dollar okay so a couple days of bodyguarding service jeez now so, I have to... you've I only known so, him for a day so it's one so day? one gold is like yeah. 20 bucks you literally met him before sunrise oh wow yeah. okay so you're saying one gold is 20 bucks yeah, you guys are tired. Yeah, <laughs> yes, please. Then, My apartment is really close. Sorry. <laughs> then let's go with like two hundred and fifty dollars. So, what's that in gold? Divided by five. That's twelve gold. Silver. Twelve gold. One. Yep. That would be two hundred and forty bucks. Ah, of gold. I'm good with it. Make it, make it three hundred. Whatever that is. Warsaw's been good to us. Ah. <sighs> All right. Then perhaps I will see you again for some bodyguarding services in the future. If all goes well, there will be need of it. I'm sure we'll meet again. I look forward to it. And I'll hold out my hand for a handshake, but it'll be at a very <laughs> upward angle. <laughs> I'll lean down and shake it. And with that, we pan out as these figures, just the silhouettes of them meeting on the streets of the Smokestack District. And just for the audience, we cut within that home of haunted toys as one hugbearer begins crawling his way out and it looks up a purple electricity in its eye oh no. before a shadow casts over it and there's just a swift strike 
and the head rolls. Hmm? And we end it there. What? Wait. No, wait. What? Hey everyone, Johnny here. If you want to listen to more of me, you can find me over at Majestic Geese Network, primarily on One Shot Onslaught and Halfway to Heroes. Thank you. Take care. You have been listening to Electrovolt, as featured on Dice Carnival. We appreciate your support in listening to this podcast and leaving us a good rating. Please consider subscribing and following us on Twitter. Music is used with permission by This Way to the Egress. You can find links to them, some of our sponsors, and other collaborators in the description below. And lastly, remember to bury the hatchet, lest it comes back wielded by an unburied ghost. <laughs>